Using simple voice commands, tell me where you would like to go. Okay, okay. okay. Where would you like to go? Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Directing to Se Santa Maria, Braganza, Portugal. No. There are slight delays to Se Santa Maria, Braganza, Portugal. You will arrive at your destination in 12 days. Turn left on Cessnock Road. Would you like to stop at Road Barn for refreshments? Would you like to make a selection from our broad catalogue of audiobooks? Playing <coughs> Nordic Aristocracy, the first 500 years, no, second I... edition. <laughs> Welcome to Nordic Aristocracy. I'm Maya Chupkov, and I'm a woman who stutters. Welcome to Proud Stutter, a show about stuttering and embracing verbal diversity in an effort to change how we talk about it, one conversation at a time. Hello, it's Maya, your host of Proud Stutter. Before we get into today's show, I just wanted to Shout out a quick reminder that Proud Stutter is having its annual gala comedy community night on Thursday, December 7th, featuring Nina G. And you're hearing it here first. We also confirmed Alexis Magical of KQED's forum. We are also having a silent auction with a tour of KQED headquarters as one of our items. We also have a wine package, a spa package, a book lovers package. You won't want to miss this event at the Peacock Lounge in the Lower Haight. To learn more and buy a ticket, you can either check out our show notes or visit our website, proudstutter.com. So now let's get to the show. I am so excited to speak with today's guest. His name is Stephen Anthopoulos. He is an Australian-based writer-director His latest film, which is eligible for an Oscar, is a short called Voice Activated. The film follows a florist with a stutter who is forced to cooperate with a voice-activated car on the way to an important delivery. It won 11 awards at festivals around the globe, premiering at the Sydney Film Festival and screening at Tribeca. And yes, you heard me right. This film is going to be submitted for the Oscars, um, really hoping we can get the word out. The film can now be watched on YouTube. The link to view it is in our show notes. Steven, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, yeah, uh, appreciate you having me on the po- uh, podcast, Maya. Yes, I am so excited to have you here. Um, So let's dive right in. My first question is, where did the idea of your film originate? Yeah, um, the spark for the idea was really years ago um, when I was first um, trying out a a Siri on my iPhone. um, And I was having a lot of trouble. Um, Yeah, obviously, I'm a person who's stutters and uh, Siri seemed to be having some trouble and she'd misunderstand me or she'd interrupt me and of course she's not sentient and she's not a a person but 
you kind of got the feeling that she was mad at you, um, which I just found really funny, really. Um, and that was really the spark for the short film, just the idea of a buddy comedy almost situation between Siri and a person who stutters. It's also a drama and it also has this um, emotional heart too. And I think that came out um, draft after draft. Um, it became more and more about of, of, of more about avoidance and acceptance, um, which is a journey that I'm on and have is something I learn a lot more about just through the process of creating the short film too. And um have been on that acceptance journey for maybe 10 years or a bit less but yeah it certainly isn't a thing i was ever perfect at or am perfect at and i think that um yeah in the creating of the film and having to talk to so many people about it in this context where they know i you know i stutter um has been so helpful because it's been situations where stuttering stops uh, feeling so dangerous to me um and like something i have to avoid because it's just part of me and part of how i talk about the short film um so yeah it's been a great personal journey on that front too through making this film and maybe even other films you've learned to accept your stutter because stuttering is almost like I mean it is part it's like the central part of the film and so you there's that comfort there and I feel the same way about doing a podcast on stuttering it's really helped me just feel more comfortable in my own skin yeah um it's kind of great because you're allowed to stutter on this a podcast right um it's normal and yeah if you uh, didn't it would almost be strange you know and i think that's kind of great to have that kind of avenue to um prove it things don't have to be as scary or dangerous i'm i'm wondering like because this is something i grapple with when it comes to like storytelling around stuttering is, you know, I'm, you know, podcasting is part of the audio world. Radio is part of the audio world too. And one of the critiques I've gotten about my show is that the interviewee's responses are too long. (laughs) And like, I get it. You know, these are audio people that have spent like decades in the industry. But I just feel like when it comes to stuttering, we kind of have to break that mentality almost that like because there's all this like in our day and age there's like attention spans are shorter and like people just want to digest stuff quickly and there isn't as much patience so I'm wondering in your story telling if that's come up for for you and how you grapple with that especially doing like a short film (laughs) on the podcast thing yeah absolutely I mean you listen to all of these podcasts and people are speaking incredibly quickly editing out pauses and i think even like speeding things up so 
But I do think, you know, when I do do listen to your podcast and other podcasts um, with people who stutter, it, it, it's a kind of a nice break, to be honest. Um, I was, was, was listening to a podcast you did with um, a, a, a young man who blocks a lot. Um, and I don't know, as a person who stutters and blocks at times, I found it kind of comforting because I found it easy to listen to and the slower pace was kind of nice and it's kind of nice whenever I encounter other people who stutter and then kind of forget about it and I think oh okay so actually that could be what happens to me you know it's possible that people um don't find it as big of a problem as yeah I thought in my head but um yeah in terms of uh, films, um, yeah, I think f- films are so uh, visual, yeah. So, so much of it was con- conveying on screen so much emotion um, 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 and information through the the lead actor's face uh, too. I think it's not probably as hard of a thing to think about in a short film, but um, I am working on a. F- f- a feature uh, film that's loosely inspired by the short and yeah at times i do think oh is it is there too much stuttering in this film like well is that 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 okay okay and um yeah it is a thing i do yeah which i think should be totally okay but um yeah it's something that has crossed my mind before um the biggest challenge is really being someone who wants to direct films or tv and this i suppose feeling when i was coming up in the industry this uh fear of stuttering and what people uh would think and just being incredibly inside my own head about that and kind of coming to this point now where I've kind of learned that the more that there's more to communication than just being perfectly fluent uh, at all times. The more I accept myself, the more comfortable I am talking. I think you can be a person who stutters and be incredibly un- you know personally uncomfortable. And, you know, that potentially could make other people uncomfortable too. Or you can be a person who stutters, who has somewhat stopped caring or is trying to stop um, caring as as much. Um, and that can really change, like, how you're able to communicate and present yourself too. Totally agree. And the actors, like, they were so incredible, especially the main character how did you find someone like does he stutter himself or how did he get the stuttering so right because as you probably know too like we know this as people who stutter depictions of people who stutter are so horrible in other films so like how did you work with the actor alex um yeah he's incredible and as you saw he's on he's he's on screen almost the whole time so it really did uh, uh, matter that you know he was able to pull up uh, 
pull off that performance. He sent through a self-tape um, um, early on in the process. And um, he really, at that point, had a pretty good handle around how a startup would uh, sound and also just emotionally bring you on that uh, journey too. So like I almost cried just playing that, that um, self-tape he had just recorded in his uh, uh, bedroom. Um, and working with him, yeah, for him, I think he had his own process of how he got that um, perf perf performance right. I think what was important for me in the short was that not all stuttering is, you know, uh, the same. And there's a certain kind of, at times there's just a no sound or a long block and things can be quite a, a subtle too. And I think, um, yeah, I am proud of how um, that's captured in the short, these kind of tiny uh, moments um, that Alex was able to um, just pull off really authentically. I had every emotion watching this film. I cried and then I laughed too. Like it was, there was so many fun, funny th moments and I just cry again. Like it, yeah, it had this just emotional arc that I think was so powerful. And I really felt myself in the character. And you know, like I, talk with people who stutter all the time. So I've kind of become, feel like I've experienced so many emotions just like hearing other people talk, but to see it in a fictional story and to see it in the way that you've written it and told it the story, it was just a totally different feeling that I've never had in my whole life. And so I'm just, I'm so excited for others to watch this film and feel all of the emotions that's come with it. How did you like navigate all the emotional things? Cause it's like, there's the, there's the emotional part, but then there's the, the, the funny parts too. And I think it's really important to have, have both. So I'm wondering if you can talk about both of those elements. I do love uh, films that make me laugh and cry. With all the drafts I did of the short, I was always trying to head in that di di direction. That was, um, yeah, the dream. I think a big inspiration for the short was uh, 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 Pixar animated short films too, um, just in terms of how they are able to to make me laugh and cry so quickly um, and just capture this really uh, meaningful idea or theme um, so quickly. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really challenging thing to do. And I think it, you know, starts in the scripting, but then there's so many more parts of a, a filmmaking. Um, there's, you know, that there's the cast and the cinematography photography and and music um so yeah that, that that was really um yeah it was really important to me um that i get that right that the film creates that because i also was i think it was important to me that it not be kind of a 
film about how traumatic stuttering can be um, because obviously it can be um but i also i think in trying to put the audience in the shoes of the main character as much as possible i think it inevitably becomes a uh, funny to me because you know as a person who stutters some things can happen to you that are painful and then some things can happen to you that just make you laugh because of how silly it is or um yeah how amusing that can can be or the irony of it can hit home um so i I think in making it really through this character's point of view i think that's what came out um and i think that's what allows you to uh, you know um allows you to reach this more emotional state where you've connected with this character and now and yeah um you can uh feel more powerfully Mm -hmm. and i think it also shows that we as stutters like are used to kind of thinking quickly on our feet because we're put into situations where it can be really tricky to like navigate things can go sideways every day for us yeah a friend asked me is this what a normal day in your 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 (laughs) life is and i said not all in combination i think everything um that's happening the short has happened at some point to me but um i think if it all happened on a single day that would yeah be as hard as it is in the short film. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love that. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like my stutter is like it comes and goes. Like today I've had more of a consistent stutter. Like I had a meeting this morning, I stuttered throughout the whole thing. Um, and so, yeah, I'm wondering if you can kind of try to talk about your own stutter and how you see it like um, – were you trying to like replicate your own stutter in the, the film or like, yeah, if we can just talk more about like how, like your personal relationship with your st- stutter. I would also agree with me. It does tend to come and go. It almost feels like it's a three month periods almost. So I can be in a bad period. Or <laughs> I think acceptance would mean, yeah, I should stop thinking about things in in those terms but yeah there are months where it's harder to be more to be more fluent um and months when i somehow can just speak you know or sometimes it can depend on the person um not in any explicit way because of what they're they're like but yeah it can depend on the day or situation um, so like I can be on a Zoom call where I'm stuttering a lot and it's quite a challenge. And then I can be on a Zoom call where I'm talking about the short film and about how I s- stutter and the person is like, oh, but you're not stuttering at, at all, you know? So yeah, it's interesting how it just c- comes and goes. Cognitive behavioral therapy has been helpful in kind of... um stopping those ty- types of 
no, no negative thoughts. And I think it was helpful to do the short film because I'd be heading to a meeting. I'd have this thought, this familiar thought pattern um, in my head, just saying, what happens if you stutter? What are they going to think? How will you uh, avoid it? And what can you say that's easier to, to say? Or how can you plan? And um, and then I realized, oh, I'm heading to a meeting about a short film about stuttering. They know I stutter. Everyone is there to make a short film about stuttering. It's not a big problem. And I think the fact that that thought pattern would happen throughout the whole process of making the short at times kind of proved to my brain that that makes no sense. Like, I think that thought pattern isn't always uh, rational. Um, so I think that kind of has been my journey that the more I accept my stutter, the more comfortable I become and the better a communicator I become. And I think I'm, that always would sound a bit utopian to me. The idea of, um, ex the idea of acceptance, um, sounds kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, it actually has like really practical, tangible results. Yeah, that's, I definitely feel similar to like my podcast is called Proud Stutter, but, um, but you know, acceptance isn't something that you can just check off and be like, okay, I've arrived. Like it kind of ebbs and flows. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm trying hard to like, not um, because I still feel myself cringe when I'm stuttering in front of someone I may not know as well. And I'm really trying to just like be better about like not constantly thinking, oh, I wonder what they're thinking about me. You know, that's kind of the first thing that, that pops up when I'm stuttering. So yeah, but it it, do, it does help when people yep. Google you that they know I have a stutter probably now. <laughs> so that's yeah. oh, that always helps with the pressure. But because I feel like I get the looks like less and less now because people like I just like if you Google my name, it's just like stutters right next to it. So. I feel like it's less of a shock to people lately. Yeah, it's been good for me too because I can, you know, if I'm if I ever have a meeting, or um, yeah, it's it's often in the context of the short film or they've seen it, and it's been almost um, yeah, it's just been great for people to already know it beforehand or to have seen a short film that's explaining it to them so yeah i think the more my name online is associated with stutters yeah has been great i think for other people's confidence and mine and everyone can be just yeah happy and comfortable <laughs> and I, I i think i'm always in conversations yeah when i do have that judgmental part of me i actually like it sounds cringe and lame but like i do think about the character at the end of the, sh the short. And um, I just try and be a bit uh, more like him. Because um, I think, yeah, as you said, it's a journey. It's, you know, you can 
have a podcast called Proud Stutter and um, you can make a short film about how you can be totally accepting, but maybe you're not kind of living up to that at all times. So I think it's helpful to have, have made the short and tried to make this statement on what's possible and just like try and kind of, yeah, use that to, um, to make sure that, you know, I don't look away and I, you know, just, uh, yeah, achieve that, that, that level of just, just not caring, um, you know, if I'm in a conversation with a new person. And you mentioned that you're working on a film, um, which is based off of the short film or similar. Can you talk more about that project or? I can't talk too much about it. It's quite early on and I think um, could potentially change quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it's loosely inspired by the short. So I think inspired by the journey and themes of the short and what it's trying to to say. It genuinely, I do feel this almost obligation to like spread this t- type of idea and story on a bigger s- scale. And can you t- tell us like, so you drew inspiration from the, the short. Are there other films that you've drawn inspiration from for like the film that you're working on now yeah a lot i think there's different versions of the film i'm considering so like there could be inspirations as broad as et the lobster there's all types of interesting possibilities i'm exploring as i think the 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 way i um approached the short film which i think was valuable was I really tried to figure out what the writer genre could be and story and place and character. Um, so I'm kind of pursuing the same idea with a feature film. And of, of course, with features that can be quite ex- expensive too. So I'm just actually considering what is um, feasible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. I love both those films. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, same. Okay, so you you were you were s- selected. I think that's the term to show your film in all of these film festivals. Can you talk about like one of your f- favorite mo- favorite moments of like showing the, the film? Like I know you were at um, Tribeca and others. Like what was one of your highlights of like just going through all the the festivals with your film the highlight was probably not at a festival but when i got the call from tribeca that the film had been selected um that was a very emotional call um and there's just been just great it's a really great film to play and to sit in audiences and watch and um yeah, there's just been some great times. I think there was an Australian festival at the start of the year, um, and it um, the uh, locally here and the cinema was just packed out. Um, and just hearing the audience go on the journey with the main character and gasp and and laugh, and I think that was amazing to be able to experience and that's to be honest the point where i just thought yeah i i have to turn this into a 
feature film. Um, just be, yeah, seeing how a story could work on an audience um, was just great. So tell me, what is the status of the f- 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 the film? Like, where does it go from from here? The film is now um, through Manhattan Sh- 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 Short Film Festival. The film is um, amazingly eligible for an Academy Award. So. Yeah, it's um playing in the street, the screening room. They have online uh, now. Of uh, uh, voting be- begins um in December, I believe. So yeah, we're releasing the short uh, now um just to get it out there for that purpose. Um, but also just people to be able to see it. Um, and for people who've uh, seen it at uh, festivals to share it uh to share it with their friends um so yeah it's exciting to be able to be eligible um and i think the dream is to be shortlisted um so we'll see if that happens um but yeah it's uh been a just a really i genuinely yeah this has been a very exciting surprising process to see how far the short film has come since we shot it a year and a half ago i want to see that at the oscars so i will help make that happen um (laughs) if i can um yeah we're actually um at the california speech language conference they have like this california speech language conference every year and next year it's going to be in san francisco and we're actually going to do a panel on stuttering in tv and film so um so i'll definitely be sure to mention this but it's not until march but it's fine but yeah i'm i i'm really passionate about like having better depictions of stuttering in TV and film. Like, I think it's one of the, like one of the biggest impacts we can have on pop culture and society is just like telling these stories. So yeah, I'm very excited about, about this and what inspiration others will pull from this too. I'm just excited that people will be able to share it. And yeah, it's just, it's it's nice because it's a short film yeah i've made for a purpose you know so it's good it not to be um yeah for it to be shareable and for people to be able to show their family and friends and yeah it's i'm happy it's uh, finally on online yeah well steven thank you so much i am so excited for our listeners to watch it's amazing. So thank you so much, Stephen, for being on the show and for creating the, this film. So thank you, Maya. Um, yeah, uh, uh, that, that's a la, 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 lovely of you. And that's it for this episode of Proud Stutter. This episode of Proud Stutter was produced and edited by me, Maya Chupkov. Our music was composed by Augusto Denise and our artwork by Mara Ezekiel and Noah Chupkov. If you have an idea or want to be part of a future episode, visit us at www.proudstutter.com. 
And if you like the show, you can leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Want to leave us a voicemail? Check out our show notes for the, the number to call in. More importantly, tell your friends to listen too. Until we meet again, thanks for listening. Be proud and be you.